Gentlemen, behold, the fantasy weirdos are back. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the underperforming players of 2019 and which one of those guys that you should target in 2020. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl, some fantasy relevant news, and sadly, we will have to discuss the death of Kobe Bryant. So hold on to your number 24 jerseys and let's get weird. Look, I like you guys, okay? Especially you, okay? Don't feel bad about that. But I like you guys, so I'll tell you where it is. But, uh, but first, I need to see something, okay? And it's gonna involve both of you. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's gonna get weird. Two dragons. Josh, it is Super Bowl week. We have six days. What yeah. is it, a Tuesday? Dude, we all have five week. days. Five days. All week I've been running up and down the stairs in Philadelphia. Have doing you? Like punching, you know, I was in meat lockers, like punching on Is that what her slabs, name was? Slabs of meat. <laughs> and, yeah, that's not her that name. Young Philly. That young Philly. I was doing the Rocky montage this entire week. I was training in Russia. You know, you had Dolph Lundgren. Lund- Lundgren? Yes. Uh, training in these facilities, we'll call them. San Francisco. You know what I'm tired of? Yeah. Have you been watching any of the stuff where everybody acts like they're friends? I wish this was like, I wish Mahomes would act like Conor McGregor. <laughs> Who just, the heck is that guy? Uh, sit there and like, you're sitting there talking when you got Garoppolo sitting here and everybody's laughing. I would just be staring at Garoppolo like, I'm going to kill you. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, Garoppolo, like, I saw those women that you took out. They were gnarly. Those porn stars. Those porn stars. Ugly porn stars. Yeah. You know, there's just some guys that have all the looks, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they're they're you know rolling over in their bed and hugging their blow up doll. Their mom told them that they were ugly. I guess that was so. The thing. My yeah. Lord, have mercy. That would be great. Just have all of the teams be like the '70s Raiders, just wanting to break <laughs> limbs. Is that, is that it? Just walk around yeah. like the like just cavemen. I'm at that point after watching the Pro Bowl. The other day, I I can't do it. I just can't. Can the someone just? Has been can, so I, I don't. Oh yeah. Now I'm so jaded. I'm so on the other side. Can someone just hit somebody at this point? Okay. Like, did you see the video that's going around from the 2006 Pro Bowl, where um, that kicker gets blown away? No. Oh, I'll have to send it to you. Uh, and, and this is bad for because I can't even tell you who. Oh, that's alright. Some Redskins guy comes up. Brandon Mormon, uh, Brian Mormon, who played. For Pittsburgh okay. State University in, in, in Pittsburgh, Kansas, was the punter. And they were up in the game. Idiot punters. Yeah. <laughs> and so he takes off. It was a fake punt. Yeah. And he's run up the sidelines in, in midst traffic. And this guy lays in the Pro him Bowl? out. Yes. Because he's a punter. I guess. Because he's a punter. He's not a, he's on, <laughs> he's not a real he's on football the, player. The faculty. Yeah. So, Come on. Okay. Well, um, so yeah, it is Super Bowl week. It is. Everybody's rare. I mean, this is this is go time. It's no more time. No more time to be friends. This is like okay, shake your hand, you walk away, and you go in the room and go, "I'm going to kill somebody. We are going to kill the 49ers. or the 49ers are going to be like the Chiefs are not scoring ten points. That's it. We're going to so, hold them to ten points. Okay, over under forty points. What do you think? Over easy easy. Okay, so in fact, I, I'm either going forty nine or fifty one. And we talked about this uh, the other night. We went over Jacob's casa. Uh, yes. His wife made some fantastic food. Actually, all three of us here. We had, we had Gabe, the wannabe critic, 
over here, which is our engineer over. It was a, it was a nice little meeting. And we talked about the, the game. We talked about the over under and you think it's going to be 50. Oh, I think the, I, I think it's going to be, be a lower scoring affair. I think chiefs score in the thirties like they normally mm-hmm. do. I don't think you're going to stop them. And I think honestly, San Francisco will not score more than 20. So if it's 31, 20, then there's your 51. Mm-hmm. Let's say they only score 17. Now you're in that 48, 47 range. And this is something that we discuss in our YouTube podcast uh, that we have coming out later on in the week. But you say that they normally score 30 points. You might not realize that San Francisco scores more than them over the course of the year. But I still believe that it's 24-17. My thing is this. Mm-hmm. When the Chiefs stop the run, uh-huh. the, this is what they have to do. And this is what they've done all year long. Make the quarterback beat you. Don't yeah. let the running back do its deal. That's what we Focus talked about for Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, you got to make they, – they made Deshaun Watson make some plays. They had to make Tannehill make some plays, uh-huh. and they just didn't. And I will say that over the second half of the season, Kansas City has been well above average at stopping the run. At the beginning, they were not good, but they came into their own. You know, and looking so, back now, I wish – I don't know if you watched the Seahawks 49ers game. The last game of the year. The last, I didn't. In the oh, fact, yes, the last I did. The Monday last night game. game of the year or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And that play where on fourth down and goal, and they stopped the Seahawks on the two-inch yard line. That was the coming out party. Two-inch yard line, mm-hmm. and that would have completely changed the dynamics of the NFC. Because San Francisco had everything to lose. They did. Where where the Seahawks really didn't have a home, because they would have given Green Bay the number one. And they would have had to play the first week. Yep. And the NFC... The whole NFC going into that last week was more of a jumble than I have seen. In well, there are three teams at thirteen and three. Yeah, your next team was the Seahawks at eleven and five, mm-hmm. and then you had the Eagles who were irrelevant, and honestly. the Cowboys like trying to get that last. Uh, the, oh, that whatever. Last Cowboys were down in week fourteen. It was. It was. Cowboys a, were down was, in week it was one. A really weird, <laughs> weird year. Because you have Jerry Jones, dude. You have Jerry Jones. Mm-hmm. You're done every year. Well, and Dak just, he fizzled in the second half. But. Oh, and he wants $30 million, by the way. What He'll an get idiot. It. He'll get it, sadly. This is the state of the end. Speaking NFL. of sadly, real quick, um, Kobe Bryant passed away Sunday morning. Yeah. Headed to a basketball. He was on a traveling basketball team, mm-hmm. um, I believe, for his, his kid. His 13-year-old daughter. Yeah. Uh, Gigi, 13 years old, was her and they had nine people on this helicopter. And I read a story where even Kobe, back in his, like, like I am the Le Sheet yeah. part of his his <laughs> uh, career, he would take a helicopter from his home to the Staples Center. Uh-huh. Like, dude, that's like... That's cool. That's, that's, uh, that's, that's screw Joe you Namath. Money. That's Joe Namath style, walking in with, like, a fur coat and, <laughs> like, I am the dude, man. Yeah, and and dude. so this that's is That's screw normal. you money, though, for him. Like, hey, you he know what so I say? What's, what is the point of having F you money if you can't say F you? And he did right? that several so times. So that's what he did. And yeah. he – so he has been doing this for years. This was his personal helicopter. Let me say this. So Kobe Bryant, this is a sad – week i'd like to say a sad day but we didn't have the opportunity to do it that day this is a sad week for humanity not just because kobe bryant was just one of those presences on the court 
the guy who truly had his own brand, his demeanor. He was the Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan came out and said he cried. That was his little brother. That's what Michael Jordan said. So not only that, but as human beings, I wasn't, you know, when people pass away, I like that. It it doesn't hurt so much, you know. And then I noticed in the headline, and daughter. Mm-hmm. And he was, especially toward the end of his, uh, toward the end of his life, he was by all pretenses, maybe. Uh, it sure looked like he was a family man. Oh no, he, he loved his daughter. Yeah, and I think him having that little run-in mm-hmm. in Colorado with that girl, and him having to grovel and beg his wife to stay. Yeah, and that whole nine where. Yeah, You're humble anybody. And I think he finally he grew up. It, that made him grow up really fast. Mm-hmm. You know, I was on Facebook. Um, people like to say that people troll on Facebook. Whatever. First of all, can't troll um, over that. No, but this guy, it was on Facebook or Instagram. He was like, "Oh, well, it's you know, four million dollar care, you know, four million dollar uh, ring and blah blah blah." And I just went off on this guy. I said, "Look, dude, like you go out as a as a." 17 year old mm-hmm. i listened to a, an interview on dan patrick with jerry west yeah holy crap if you haven't listened to that i did not realize that when kobe bryant went so they traded up they traded Vladi divak to get the pick. T- yep mm-hmm. and they picked kobe yeah and he said kobe had was 17 he lived in my house he was my kids were driving him to practice sure I mean, this guy, and Kobe, because he couldn't, he didn't know L.A. He yeah. didn't know this huge-ass city. Well, he spent much of his time in, what was it, France or something? Italy. Because, or Italy. He was born in Italy. Kobe Bean Bryant. But now, he, but he was, he grew up in Philly. Sure. And then, you know, drafted by the Lakers. And I guess my thing, he had to grow up really fast. But at the same time, he abandoned everything and lived with, Jer- I mean, dude, the guy who's on the emblem of the... The, the logo. NBA, the logo, the logo of the NBA. He's living in his house. So if you get a Such chance a cool to get, story, look out, look, look out on on Dan Patrick and listen to his interview yesterday with Jerry West. And it's uh, crazy how. But anyway, my point is this: you grow up, you have millions upon millions of dollars. Not only do that, you have millions upon millions of women throwing themselves at you because of who you are. Okay. Yeah. I don't really think this was a Ben Roethlisberger situation. And even with Ben Roethlisberger in the bathroom with the rape situation, again, that woman put herself in that position. I don't know about that. But no, we, no, no. we really don't have all that much information on on that. I'm, but, just, I'm just saying, if yeah. you go back and read it, dude, this was years ago. Yeah. I don't even know. You're probably in your diapers when this happened. Which one? Uh, the, Kobe? the Kobe one. The Kobe one. No, I and was, I, was I'm some... a Laker fan, and I remember, like, uh, Kobe was my dude. You know, I was a Kobe guy over Shaq. If, if you had to choose size, like, I was, uh, I was a Kobe man just because Kobe came to play. Oh, yeah. And during, you know, honestly, during that whole trial – uh, we were all disappointed. And I was in my well, sure. late, early 20s, maybe late teens, everything. Still in your but he would uh, take the helicopter, land 15, 20 minutes before the game. He'd have the trials all day and then still go out and drop. Like That entire week, he dropped 50-plus or at least 40-plus. Pass oh, the yeah. ball, too. He was making a point. To, you know, he was going to get his 40 yeah. and, and 10 assists because – it's just one of those things. What was your favorite 
Kobe moment. I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot. Ooh, that is putting me on the spot because I am really not an L- I'm not an NBA guy at all. Um, my favorite Kobe, dude, I remember when he scored 81. Okay. And that's what most people will think about against New York. That was insane. Uh, and, and it's it really was. And it was an efficient 81, yeah. too. It's not like, you know, he went and shot 40-some-odd balls or something, you know. Mine was the the day he tore his Achilles on the court. He was fouled during that play. And instead of taking himself out, he was such a man, Mamba mentality, as they say. He shot the two free throws because if you don't take the free throws, you can't come back in the game. Because if you have to get subbed out for those free throws, officially you cannot come back in the game. Now, of course, he Ever? shot – Like the rest the, of the game? The rest of the game, you can't come back. So if I have a concussion from getting fouled super hard going up for mm-hmm. a dunk. You have to shoot your free throws or if, you, if there's uh, an idea that you might have a concussion or something. The point is that if you do not take your free throws and you go back out into the trainer and then come back in, you take you're on the bench. You, you're, you cannot come in. So do you just he shot so the what two if he free throws? Second free throw. He nailed both of them, and then of course he left the rest of the game and missed the rest of the year. But and it was a big tear. That was Kobe Bryant in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, the NBA did it right. I believe there was a, quite a few interesting things. So. Uh, Kobe Bryant was number 24, and he also went to number 8. Oh, he started off at number 8. Yep. So many teams, they uh, they started the game off with a 24-second violation, and then the other team immediately went and took an 8-second backcourt violation. To give the ball back to, to whoever the won back. the, the tip-off. That's smart. It's brilliant. I like that. Yeah. And so I think every game, that, every game Sunday, they did that. Let's pick us up. Let's think about something more. Uh, more All right. So, yeah. But we, there's also some good things with Kobe. So, so there's we had a lot of good things with Kobe. He well, I think if you're looking at what he's done since he's retired, mm-hmm. man, with the women's basketball and just his, it's totally different. His, his artistic career. He was a mogul on the court and off the court, and he will be remembered. If they do not have a a, a statue by the end of the year at Staples Center, I'll be surprised. Will it be like Jordan's? Him dunking. Man, I wonder if he's – I don't think that would be like that because I don't think they would want to take the homage the homage away from uh, – Well, there's that. not the Jordan, but something similar. Yeah. I wonder so, what the afro, early early COVID. The afro, the, the I do old, remember the that. Smile, Man, that yeah. was so weird to see him with that hair. Where yeah, it actually made it look like he had like a cone head. <laughs> he was remember? So, he it was, was always so combed straight back and like kind of like aerodynamic. Yeah, pushed. Yeah, pushed. The, the, yeah. So we want to talk about – uh, let's talk about some football. Yeah. So last year, um, every year, you know, starting in July mm-hmm. and August, and then right like the week of anytime you're going to do a draft, you're like, who are you going to pick? Like yeah. who, who who's number one? Who's number two? In fact, you even call around going, hey, I know you're number one. Who are you going to take? Because I want to now know who I need to take if I'm number two, right? What so, leagues are you in where you already know that that early? Unless it's like a, a, a every year type of league. So, oh, it just depends. Yeah. I'm in and, one and, league like that, but that's a snake draft too, though. That's yeah. the old, old school snake draft, which I still love. Everyone loves snake drafts, yeah. Oh, I like auction nowadays fun. just because it's there's so much strategy involved. But there is because it doesn't matter who gets thrown <clears> up; you can get whoever you want if you want to go spend the money. But we'd come up with, and I feel bad that we're just 
knocking on Baker Mayfield's door again. But he was going from what he did in 2018. Mm-hmm. Okay. The Finishing man. the year super strong. They pick up Odell Beckham Jr. off in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And also Kareem Hunt. But we also saw some things that uh, Nick Chubb was doing. Sure. And we're like, okay, this guy's going to have a fantastic Still year. had Landry there. you know. Yep, Jarvis Landry. Great expectations. Well, and, and watching Hard Knocks. I know I mention that a lot. If you don't watch Hard Knocks, it is one of the best shows HBO does. You miss some things if you don't see it. Like you called Waller because of watching watching Hard Knocks. I yeah. just knew he was going to be amazing. So we had come up with a list mm-hmm. of basically players that underperformed this year that people are going to pass up automatically that you could possibly pick up to make your team fantastic in 2020. Yeah, you know, it is one of those things to where all, you always have recency bias. You forget a history of success. Mm-hmm. You know that, okay, this guy was so bad that it naturally is going to dumb them down during the next during the next year. And you mentioned, you mentioned one of them, Baker Mayfield. Yep. Although he hasn't had a history of success... He did do well in Texas Tech, had a good first year. Sophomores are difficult for quarterbacks. Do you tell me he's going to be fantastic next year? I'm not telling you it's going to be fantastic, but I think it's a great investment. So this year he was the fourth overall average draft position. So he was the fourth average drafted position quarterback. And he ended up being 18 or 19, I believe. I'm not certain on that. So if you can pick him up and he finishes as maybe the what he was expected to this time, four through six or something, mm-hmm. that's not a streaming quarterback. And possibly you can get him in the 10th round. Go yeah, I, I have was helping a buddy. He's actually a fire chief now at mm-hmm. the station, and he had Baker Mayfield. And every week, dude, there were some weeks he, all he needed was like three or four points, and he, Baker he had kept him negative. in there. He kept him in there? Yes. Oh, boy. Because in this league, it's a dynasty league. So he got in where it's a keeper league. So he got nobody to keep. It was one of those things where you got to work your way up. No, mm-hmm. Yeah, but he had Baker. And finally, we, we picked up like uh, Brissett or somebody. I'm like, hey, you got to start. You cannot yeah. start Baker At least anymore. give us average results. But it's also one of those teams that you think of all that talent, they're going to make it happen. And, and we don't didn't. really know what's going to happen this year, but I believe that they are going to probably keep it a lot more simple this year. You know, there's, there's going to be a new regime. Yep. And there's not going to be cream hunt at least we don't think so i think they'll keep it simple a little bit a little bit more simple and he was good when things were just that you think cream hunt's gone oh yeah oh, that's another thing that we're gonna have to talk about well we'll talk about on the next show uh something to do with cream hunt so take a note of that gabe if you don't mind so here's another one Devonte adams now he was hurt okay and what's weird is green bay was that th- one of those 13 three teams mm-hmm. and you're like how in the world I mean, Aaron Jones was a beast this year. Mm-hmm. That took a lot. When they realized that they had a decent run game, they became a run I team. I think they became a run team, exactly. And so, Devontae Adams, he missed probably four games with his leg issue. issue. Um, now, turf toe, I believe it was. But he, when he was playing at the beginning of the year, he wasn't good. It, I felt but like. But neither were the Packers. Well, that's the thing. It felt like the Packers were trying to figure out who they were. Well, At the beginning of the year, they tried forcing the balls. They tried spreading the ball around. They tried running the ball. All of a sudden, it clicked. 
about game six, and that was when Devontae Adams was injured, if I if yeah. I remember right. When Adams came back, truly we know that uh, Aaron Rodgers has eyes for Adam. My God, he forced that ball. Mm-hmm. Into. I'm wondering if the microphone is picking up my stomach. My stomach is oh, making great. some is this crazy, one of situations where you're crazy going to like go into some... Like, oh, no, I ate. I ate. Okay. It's a, had a protein bowl. But, yeah, so Devontae Adams, many people's number one overall wide receiver draft pick this year, ended up being not even in the top 15. Yeah, 20, he was so. He was one. And Get it was him. due to injury. It was uh, due to injury and them changing and, their scheme of their... And, and poor it's, play. Dude, and new coach. New coach. Like, you go into that thinking, oh, this is going to be it, just like you said. And then with a new coach and find out that we're a run team now and... Yeah, it's going to hurt I'm your always skeptical stock. about yeah. that stuff at first. But, yeah, I would definitely, definitely. That's my number one guy that I would totally target out of all these people on the list. Um, we don't have this on the list, but I texted you last night. I think mm-hmm. Dounder Hopkins okay. was one that didn't get hurt. He was in for all 16 games, mm-hmm. and he just was not. At one point, he went from being the top-rated draft pick as far as in a PPR league to not even in the top 20. That was one of those... One of those situations to where uh, Watson spread the ball around more than he had the entire at the beginning of the season. So you had Kenny Stills, who came out of nowhere. Well, we yep. know he came out of, out of Miami, but uh, came out of nowhere. And we he, also had Brandon like, Fell. Then that tied in. That was that was like an interesting yeah. development. You had Kiki Cooties. Yeah, with the cooties. Like you had, who was the uh, the other like fast, uh, fast one? They had I, two amazingly fast, uh, and they really, receivers. really, really. The Texans really tried to run the ball with Carlos Hyde, Duke Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, dual Duke Johnson. Like, yeah, Duke Johnson, Carlos Hyde. They had the dual running back but they, situation. That never on. really came to fruition. I now, mean, Carlos that's Hyde it. did okay. Johnson was just nothing. But they turned their club around once again little bit more than halfway through the season they realized by god i guess i should feed hopkins and then hopkins went on a tear at the end of the year and that may be something that they'll remember uh, but still i think overall he'll get uh, knocked down a couple pegs so um we have next camara let's talk about camara alvin camara alvin camara okay so many people's number one overall uh running back including yeah, and both my leagues, it was one of those things where I was I hated having the first pick because I'd mm-hmm. rather having the second pick over the first. It kind of opened up the your eyes to some things to where you're like, okay, I've got to take. Sure. I wish I'd have taken Christian McCaffrey, especially when I predicted thousand and thousand. You know, two. Multi- you hit that. I did. I knew he was. And I'm glad I took your advice on that because it won me some leagues. Now the reason for Camara was having a a down year. Is their quarterback? Who is that? The, what's the name of the, the quarterback? Hill. Okay, Hill. They ran a wrinkle for New Orleans this year that when they were within like the three and the four yard line, Hill would come in as the quarterback and, and he'd run or pass equally. It was a wildcat. Yeah, it was a, a, a modified wildcat. But he leached eight touchdowns. Hill? The quarterback. Hill. Yeah, he's special. (laughs) He's interesting. He's special for sure. I will say this, though. um, Kamara did not run with the same enthusiasm. He didn't receive as many catches this year. 
they force-fed Michael Thompson, Thomas, Michael Thomas this year. Mm-hmm. That's going to change. Oh, yeah. I mean, look what – I mean, he had 149 catches. But he was awesome. This is going to change. That's going to balance out with Kamara. So target him once again. Yeah. I think – I want to go back to the wide receivers because you had okay. T.Y. Hilton. Yeah. Remember, what was the number – see, if, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Okay. What was the number one reason why T.Y. Hilton was not the same this year? Well, it was injuries. Yeah, I mean, that's that's mainly what it was. But uh, Let's go well, before we'll that. call Luck. I'm going to go before yeah, that, yes. Yeah, he was not luck. Andrew Luck. Lucky. Calling it quits mm-hmm. the week before the season. Sure. I mean, that's pretty crappy. Yeah. I'm proud of myself right there, by the way. Yeah. Because yeah. I could go off on Jake's growing up. A, full, a different forward. <laughs> yes. But it's one of those things where it's pretty crappy. You just don't. And that's why people thought that that he was, might come back sure. again. Which he might. But T.Y. Hilton, yeah, injuries one, but that's the thing for T.Y. Hilton. He he gets injured quite a bit. All those fast guys, man, it's like they have to move all those moving parts. But yeah. uh, but when he was on the field, whether it was luck, whether it's luck, whether it is uh, T.Y. Hilton, whether it's gosh Peyton Manning for one year or something, he has been good. Oh yeah, he uh, he nets one of those fifty yarders every game. Super fast. You know like about him? You never hear about him. No. He does a job, goes home. Who knows what he does? Is he even married? Do you even have kids? Family? Who knows? He could be homeless. Seriously. You don't hear anything about the guy. He just does his thing. Goes home and redoes his dreads and <laughs> comes back the next day. It's not hope. He's not homeless. He's just an urban camper. Oh, you've been to, you've been to his house? Nice. No. I have. It's a tent out in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> It's an urban camper. All right, you have Melvin Gordon on this list. Let me tell you something. I don't see how this is on the list because um, the fact that he knew we all knew he was setting out. We all knew he was holding out. So how could you underperform knowing that he's not coming until week 10? Well, because when he came in in week 10, we, we expected him to do good. He didn't do good. Well, you have Austin Eckler yeah. being Superman. But again, we are talking about recency bias. So things that are going to get uh, dumbed down in people's minds. So he's going to go. We don't know where he's going to go, but he's a free agent. He's going to go somewhere. He's got a lot more fresh legs Man, who, than we expected. Where could he go? That, I mean, it's insane. I think who this next year. Who does I call? Pittsburgh. With Gordon, Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm. He's a good to great running back. And he fits Pittsburgh's scheme perfectly. I think everyone should invest in Melvin Gordon next year. Second round. I He's if, calling it now. I'm calling it second round. You're going to throw the yellow flag? I will. No, I like... <laughs> I'm, I'm calling BS on this one. <laughs> second round. I don't care where he goes. I think there's better running backs out there than Melvin Gordon. I don't think so. Seriously, like, man, Melvin Gordon is one of those running backs that can do it all. I would pick Austin Eckler over him. Recency biased. No, you wait. If Tom Brady goes to the Chargers, because right now, and we let's just bring this up now. Mm-hmm. Philip Rivers is out, folks. Mm-hmm. The, the the head man of the we're done with Philip Rivers. Yeah, been a great run. And we're if they get a decent quarterback there, because Philip Rivers was terrible this year. Oh, he was really bad. And we talk about this on our on our other podcasts uh, this week. But yeah, you know, I don't think Tom Brady's going to go there. But what you, regardless, what do you, think, what do you legitimately think is not where? Why wouldn't he go there? You have Keenan Allen, not that, Hunter Henry. Not that I don't think he would want to. 
I think he is more... he retires or stay at, at, at nah. New England. I've beat this beaten this to death, but he retires or stays in New England. It is holding feet to fire situation that he's trying to do. All of this is 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 he's blowing smoke on purpose and okay. not trying to start a fire. So I think he's blowing that smoke show of his wife. Well, I don't know. I don't think she's all that attractive. I think she, I think she is going to tell him we're moving to California and that's it. And she does. She does wear the pants. I'd imagine she seems like that type of a lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she is. So that was it. That's our underperforming yeah. players of 2019. And who to really kind of hone in on for 2020, especially where we'll see where Melvin Gordon lands. We'll see where um, what happens. Dude, if, if Tom Brady goes to mm-hmm. uh, Indianapolis, man, holy crap. That would be amazing. That's one of my teams I have on my short list. Yeah. So that's what we Go call, you know how we say, well, yesterday's, what was it? Yesterday's trash is, or today's trash is another man's treasure or whatever uh-huh. that is. So these were these were people that were supposed to be yesterday's heroes that are uh-huh. not today's sleepers because people are not going to want to think about. They're going to look past and go, oh, man, man, last year he was terrible. And then this year could be a year that they're back and. Maybe we'll you see. could pull one over on the on the layman fantasy football players. Yeah, so. that's true. So, obviously, we are five days. We brought this out in the uh, the beginning of the show. Five yeah. days from the Super Bowl. How oh, are you geez. feeling? What are you feeling? Feel, has your, has your has, huh? I'm feeling good, bro. Oh, I thought you said Philly. Ah. No, feeling good. So you no, think, I'm not throwing batteries today, man. <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm I'm at peace right now. I hope Patrick Holmes feels what I feel right now. You're very zero zen. stress. Very yeah, zen. I do. I feel good. So, feel... You, so since the last podcast, you you went from worried to now you're feeling good. So you've done, you've analyzed it all, you've worked out your demons, and now you're feeling good. I like it. Put it this way: look at Andy Reid's twenty years. Mm-hmm. Okay, he had with Philly, he had. Jer- uh, I was going to say Jerry Garcia. Good Lord. That'd be, that'd be funny. <laughs> no, listen. He had Don McNabb he had, and Michael Vick and Jeff Garcia. So subpar. If it not walks bad. like a duck, it talks like a duck. Hear me out on this. So you had, you know, number two uh-huh. quarterbacks. Then you have Alex Smith. He's not a winner. The guys just cannot. He's way too conservative. So this is the first time in Andy Reid's career where he has – the best quarterback in the league. Oh, he's got a. And I think this is going to put him over shooter. the hump. This yeah. is going to put because he went to five consecutive NFC Championship games and only went to the Super Bowl one time. Now look who he had to play: New England lost to New England. He lost to the Saints at home yeah. with Drew Brees and that crazy team. He lost to the best show on turf. He lost to the Rams. Like I'm telling you, the teams that he had to play back in the day when he was trying to get to the Super Bowl, trying to get to the Super Bowl, and then when he gets to the Super Bowl, you're playing against Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Spygate was that year? I mean, I'm telling you that this is the year because there's nothing so let me really. ask you, Jake. This is it, man. He's if, got the best if, quarterback. If he loses this year, he's got is, a lot. Is is he a bust as a coach? No, because they'll be back. With Pat Mahomes, it is inevitable the Chiefs will win a Super Bowl with Pat Mahomes. And the key is Andy Reid. It, it's going to come down to Andy Reid. And if they have a lead, they've got to keep their foot on the throat. They've got to snuff out. They've got – because you do not go into prevent defense. You do not go into sure. prevent offense. You, That's not Spagnola's like, deal. No, I don't, I don't think so either. I think that uh, this this week this weekend's game 
I'm excited. Bro. It's gonna be crazy. But you know what? Um, we're gonna talk about this on. We're gonna talk about this on our on our YouTube. Dave's <laughs> going Hulk smash. Yeah, it's he's, gonna get he's getting nuts. excited, man. It, yeah, it, how Hulk can you mania style? How can you not like be excited for this game because you have the number, basically the a top five offense going against a top two defense. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be great. And I think our defense doesn't have to be anything special because their offense is not that. Here's a teaser good. for our other episode. 49ers have a better offense than Kansas City. You're insane. By rankings. Uh, by the NFL rankings. Isn't yeah. that nuts? That's that's nuts. Well, tune in to our, our YouTube channel yeah. video, um, A Very Weird Fantasy, because we're going to delve into that. That's so. crazy, dude. Let's roll. Let it let us roll. And you know who else is going to roll this week? Kansas City. They're going to roll over the 49ers. Where where can you find us, Gabe? Besides, besides. Did you just call me Gabe? Yeah, I actually uh, called you Gabe, but I was going to talk to Gabe, and then I realized uh, he doesn't have his microphone. Do you have your lit mic on? I forgot to put it on. Okay. So, Jake, where can you find us? Instagram, Facebook, Spotify. Any any podcast platform, mm-hmm. um, YouTube, obviously. A so, very weird fantasy. That's Punch right. Punch it in. Uh, please find us on YouTube. Like, subscribe, click, subscribe, it, share, share it. The share whole it. nine. Yeah, and we love you, loving us. We love you in a weird way. And uh, go Chiefs, brother. Go Chiefs. Good night now. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of a very weird fantasy football podcast. Jake and I really appreciate you. We love you in a weird way. Have a great day. See you in the next episode.